Welcome to Be The Benchmark. This is the podcast for strong moms raising fierce daughters. And I'm so happy that you're hearing my voice today. I recorded what is lovingly known as my origin story for Facebook Live this morning. And I'm also gonna share it with you here. So I hope you enjoy. Good morning, Benchmark. I am coming live to you from the Be The Benchmark page. My name is Erin, and today I'm gonna to tell you a little bit about the origin story of Be The Benchmark and a little bit more about me. We've had a lot of people that have joined the page recently and are checking out what we're doing, and so I wanna make sure that everybody knows kind of how this all got started. And I even have some notes, so if you see me looking down, it's because I took notes today and I want to make sure that I kind of touch all the points. So um, I was a mother to two daughters and I really, really, being, becoming a mom had changed me and I wanted the very best for these two kids and I wanted to raise them to be super confident and kind and I wanted to be the best mom. Like that didn't change, wanting to be the best at whatever I did. I still wanted to be the best mom and truthfully, I didn't want them to deal with all the doubt and insecurities that I had dealt with most of my life. So I wanted to connect with my daughters in really genuine ways. I wanted to make wonderful memories. And I also really wanted to enjoy being a mom. Like I didn't want it to be this stress-filled, anxiety, guilt-ridden journey. Um, I wanted to like develop a bond with them. I wanted them to want to spend time with me when we didn't have to, like when they were grown. So that was always kind of one of my like major goals of parenting. So the thing is, at the time, I was giving 100% to my work. Uh, and even when I was doing that, I still didn't necessarily even feel like I was giving enough. I thought there was always more I could do at my job and always ways that I could serve better. I was building an amazing new school I was surrounded by dedicated teachers and colleagues and we were all like super gung-ho on what we were doing. We wanted to do this together. We were serving families that we really loved. Uh, we had this, this heart project of building the school and uh, it was a lot of fun. And one of the ways that I justified spending so much time and energy putting into my job and into this school was that I was building the ideal school for my daughters. So they were still kind of my why behind that. When I'd started, I didn't have kids and I enjoyed what I did because I was an educator. But then when I had kids, it became really real that this is the school that I want my kids to go to and it's gonna be perfect for them so I can spend all this time and energy. Um, but unfortunately, that also meant that when they were toddlers and young, I wasn't necessarily connecting with them in consistent and genuine ways on a daily basis because I was too busy, busy quote unquote building their future, you know. So to make matters worse, <laughs> it gets worse, I felt terrible because I absolutely loved my job. I felt like it what I I felt like it was what I was meant to do in life. Uh, it was an awesome fit for like my gifts and my passions and my education and I felt like I really had purpose and had found my place. Uh, when I was at work, I felt super valued and encouraged and special uh, between what we were doing for the parents, how I was trying to help the teachers. I just felt uh, like that was my place and that was where I felt at home and, and valued. 
And what made that even worse is because that's often the opposite of how I felt at home at the time. I felt very undervalued and unappreciated. Toddlers can't really tell you all the great things that you're doing for them and appreciate you. And I just was felt like I was constantly wiping boogers and butts and trying to get people to bed and all the B words at home. Um, it felt like for every awesome victory and emotion that I had at work, I almost had like the exact opposite feeling at home and I felt like I just was underperforming and it wasn't motherhood was not like living up to what I thought it should it should be so here I was building this amazing school for everyone else's kids because my kids were still too young to be enrolled and I was doing something that I loved and that I was passionate about but it was leaving me super exhausted and cranky with my own kids and my own family my husband too um, on the one hand, I really wanted to, I wanted my girls to see me doing something I loved, going after what was important to me, achieving in amazing ways, that whole like empowered woman thing. Like I really wanted to give them that example for them to like be proud of me and to live up to. But I also wanted to build this amazing life with them and have these great memories of their childhood and be a positive and an uplifting example. And truthfully, by the time I got home, I was often so exhausted exhausted that I was not positive or uplifting. Um, I was usually the opposite of that. So I totally felt like I was failing on the mom front and most days my job got the very best of me and my family played second fiddle. And when I got home, I was never really in the right frame of mind to be genuinely teaching them about how to be confident and kind and how to form great relationships and you know, form great memories. I was just tired. And um, I, this really started to cause attention uh, in my family and in myself. So I had to make a really tough decision. I had to decide whether or not to leave the job that I loved, that I felt like I was born to do, that I was super good at, that I contributed value in, but it was ultimately leaving me not being a great mom and not being the quality parent that I wanted to be. So it was really an internal struggle um, and this went back and forth for over a year of me trying to figure out like do I leave do I not leave what should I do how should I go about this you know how will we make things work so eventually I did quit my job I found a nine-to-five job I took a, a pay cut and immediately there was a sense of freedom. All of a sudden I had this time to spend with my kids. We were able to reconnect, go to the park, do baking, enjoy our time together, um, which was awesome. Like I was, I, I remembered, okay, yes, they are my why and this is okay. And, um, but I was still really going through this huge identity crisis because my job and who I was was, and how I felt about myself and my confidence and all of these things were very much wrapped up in that specific job in that specific school. So part of what I did with my newfound freedom was I started to going, going back to my bookshelf. Uh, over the course since college, I had collected all of these personal development books, leadership books, communication books. Uh, it was really, it's really a passion of mine. And I went back to my bookshelf and I got to start reading these books again. And I was just devouring this information as I was kind of going through this identity crisis so that I could figure out like, where do I belong? How am I supposed to show up in this world? Is, you know, working a nine to five job and being a mom, is that 
everything for me or am I, is there something more that I'm supposed to be doing and, and maybe these books are going to help me you know, investigate who I am and help me find that answer. So um, not only was I able to find, you know, books, rediscover books that I'd come to before books, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is one of the huge ones. Um, but then I discovered authors like Brene Brown. I discovered podcasts, which was amazing. Tim Ferriss, Oprah Winfrey, they have all these amazing people come on and talk about their lives and what they're achieving and how they got there. And this was, this is just everything to me. And so I'm, I'm eating this up constantly as I have now this free time to like take in this content and have this free space in my mind uh, because I'm not consumed with my job to be able to do this. So as I'm kind of learning these things, all I'm thinking about constantly, both as a mom and as an educator is, I have to share this information. I have to start living this stuff out and then I have to start sharing it. So at first, I just started with my two daughters. We started really talking about mantras in the car. So I'm in the car with my, you know, two and four year old and talking about how I am a brave learner and I listen to my body when I have to go to the bathroom. And like, we're literally making a mantras that make sense for them and having them repeat them out loud and talk through um, how they're gonna, you know, choose their thoughts for the day as this is one of the, you know, first themes that I'm learning in my journey to re-self-discovery. Uh, and so we would have these conversations and then I would start to expand them and I would really think about like, ooh, what kind of activities could we do with this and how could, you know, this kind of, I think I have lipstick on my face. <laughs> what kind of art projects could we incorporate into this to make it really real for them at this age and all of those types of things. So as I'm doing this, my heart keeps coming back to uh, my my education and who I was created to be, which is a teacher. And I went to school for secondary education, which is basically sixth through 12th grade, because that is kind of my sweet spot of where I love to connect with girls. And so although my girls were younger, I really felt like I need to share this with other girls too. This this stuff is gold. And if my kids at, at two, four, three, five, you know, are eating it up and are applying it and it's working, uh, I'm gonna have to, expand that to my sweet spot. And I never really imagined that when I quit my job, I knew that I wanted to do something else that fed my soul and fed my passion. But what it has become in the form of Be The Benchmark, I never could have imagined. Um, it very much happened organically with teaching my daughters this stuff. And uh, then I decided I'll do some short-term courses. So I'll offer uh, four-week courses. I did one on on first on communication and then on confidence and so we met like at the local pizza parlor and I bought them pizza and we sat around and I made uh, little curriculum guides and handouts and we did activities like there was it was a big enough pizza parlor that there was space for us to like get up and do activities and we would like play games together and that's kind of how it all started and then I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and uh, developing programs and it's, it's kind of snowballed from there we'll get into that more in in coming uh, Facebook Live episodes and incoming podcasts, but uh, the point was I was rediscovering who I was, I was sharing that with my daughters, and it has ultimately kind of come full circle. I wanted to be this uh, amazing mom that was able to raise these kind and confident girls, and the kindness and the confidence that I see in my girls, I can't even begin to describe. They get up on stages and just share themselves. My daughter 
wrote and performed an original rap at her school last month and that is something I never would have been able to do in the fifth grade. Um, she, they are kind to each other. They're thoughtful with their friends. They bring me questions that they're like, hey, we're in this situation and we're not sure how to deal with it. You know, can you help us work through what to say? Like they are just so um, genuine and our relationship is so genuine. And I know my daughter, my oldest daughter is 11 and uh, we're coming up on those teen years, right? We're starting to get there. Even just in the past week, I've seen um, some little uh, indications here and there, but I'm moving forward with them with confidence because they clearly have a foundation of love for each other, a foundation of love and respect for me, and we're able to communicate in ways that I am just floored by, and I have um, just every confidence that as we, as we head into these difficult years, not that everything will be perfect, but that our connection is going to remain strong in a way that they will want to spend time with me uh, once they've left my house and once they don't have to spend time with me. And ultimately, that was the entire goal. And in, in the meantime, I get to have an impact on all these other girls and I get to work with their moms and I get to help spread all of this uh, amazing knowledge that has accumulated in my head from leadership studies and personal development and communication studies and all this knowledge which knowledge for knowledge sake is kind of pointless, but I'm now able to bring this out in beautiful ways that are appropriate for middle schoolers and high schoolers and moms and really help them apply it to their life. And I'm more than ever living out my passion, living out my purpose in a beautiful way and being able to make that mom piece a huge part of it. And I couldn't be more grateful. So. I hope that explains a little bit more to you about my origin story and where I'm coming from with Be The Benchmark. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to comment on this video. I would love to answer your questions. I'm going to be coming live to you each day to tell you a little bit about Be The Benchmark, about what it's doing, uh, about the girls' stories and how they're progressing and those types of things. If I can get some of my clients uh, maybe online, you can hear from some of them about what they're learning, what's going on. So uh, lots to look forward to in the coming weeks. So I hope you have a fabulous Thursday. And until we talk again, remember to choose your thoughts to go create a life of impact that will help you change the world. See you later. Be the benchmark. origin story and a little bit about how Be The Benchmark got started. As you know, with this podcast, a lot of times I will leave a question at the end for mothers to discuss with their daughters in reference to the episode. And so today, that's kind of my question to you. How much of your origin story have you shared with your daughter? Does she know the why behind the decisions you make and how you kind of go about your life, why you have the jobs that you have or why you majored in what you did in college. Uh, for some of you, it may be as simple as 
that's what my friends were doing or that's what my parents expected of me. For others, there might be a more uh, windy journey to how you got to where you are. So in either case, I'm pretty much betting your daughter would be interested in hearing how you came to that decision, especially if she's at an age where she's thinking about college and wondering how to kind of make those decisions herself. So I encourage you to have that conversation today, Benchmark Moms. In the meantime, remember to choose your thoughts, create your life, and change the world, and we'll see you next time. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you're enjoying the Be The Benchmark content on Facebook, I would really just love it if you could share with a couple of friends of yours. If there are other parents and kids that you know that would desire a deeper connection, uh, better communication, and more confidence and empowerment, this is the podcast and Be The Benchmark is the Facebook page for them. So uh, it would really be awesome and a blessing to me if you would have a chance to do that to go ahead and do that so hope you have a great day thanks so much